you're always in control. Mm, yes. You're always in control. Don't sleep with them if you don't want to. Don't yes. go there if you don't want to. If they don't make you happy, don't do say no. Yeah, all that. Like you're in control. Yeah. Welcome to the Build with Braybeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more. Here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brabeck podcast. It's your girl, Amanda. Happy Thursday. I am... So freaking excited for you all to hear this conversation. It was so genuine, so deep, so impactful. If you liked the first episode with Angela, you're going to love this conversation even more. Um, We talk so much about just the ups and downs of life and riding the waves and learning more about yourself and how that can shift everything in your life. And so many other things. Um, and the conversation is a little bit longer than some. So I'm going to keep this intro very, very, very short. Um, highs and lows. Hi, Mark and I started looking for a house. Craziness, scary, definitely something that's making me continuously um, work on my money mindset, if you will, my relationship with money, which has always kind of been a weird thing. Um, But I think it's an important thing to like shift that energy around it. And this is one of those things that's really making me do it because holy crap, it's scary. It's a lot of money. But um. Luckily, I have a really amazing agent who's also a friend and co-worker at The Handlebar who is making it seem less scary. Um, Yeah, little life update. I got my wedding dress on Sunday, um, which felt silly because we're technically already married, but we're having a wedding next year. Um, And so that was just like really happy and exciting. And um, it's really beautiful how these positive things can coexist with the tougher stuff. Um, This conversation with Angela felt very, very pertinent to how I've kind of been feeling in life over the last two years. Like really positive because I know that I am actively building a life that feels really good, that feels aligned, that – is impactful, that aligns with my values and with what I want my life to feel like um, and what I want for my current like little family and my family as it grows. Um, But there's a lot of growing pains with that. And it's been two years of really, really digging deep within myself and which has been such a beautiful thing, but it doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable. Um, And There's a lot of anxieties and fears and comparison and all of that when it comes to starting your own business and doing your own thing and going against the grain. 
Um, and I feel that and I, I feel it frequently, a little less so recently, but like everything else, it ebbs and it flows. Um, so I think it's also important to talk about that because a lot of times you only see those really um, happy milestone moments or the business wins or all of that. So I think it's good to talk about the other side of it. Um, the two things can coexist. The negative is only pushing you closer to the next best version of yourself. And I can feel that with like every fiber of my being. Um, and hiring a business coach and being in this group cohort for um, my own coaching and my the way that I'm running my personal training business, it has changed the game and I feel like I am just moving in an actual direction. Um, not because the coach or the group is like doing the work for me or making it easy or telling me exactly what to do. But in a way, she is highlighting steps to take. She's giving advice because she's been there before. The group is supportive and gives each other feedback and inspires each other and motivates each other. And it feels like really, really, really positive steps forward. So that is just exciting. And that doesn't mean that the anxiety goes away completely or the comparison goes away completely, but it just feels good. And I, I guess my love would just be that other side of things. But um, I also, because I'm last year, I talked a lot about that manifestation um, course that I signed up for and I actually never finished it. And I don't know if I ever actually talked about that part, but I sort of just fell off. Um, it was another kind of transitionary period. Transitionary is not a word. I don't think transitional period for me. And um, I have restarted it over the last, I think I'm on week six. Um, and it is just wild how I feel like that's what I needed to do. Like I wasn't in the place to be taken in that information and uh, believing in myself in the way that it calls you to. Um, and I, it feels, again, not to like use this word so much, but just like much more aligned and not forced. Um, so I'm excited to see how that goes as well. Um, and along with all of that is going to come the rebrand. Um you might have noticed that I changed my name on my personal Instagram. But obviously, this podcast is based around my maiden name. I sound ancient admitting that I have a maiden name um, back when I was a, a single maid. LOL, the patriarchy. Um, and we're all just playing into it. Um, but I want to get away from the brand just being around a name because this brand is like so much bigger than just that. And I don't think I was feeling as inspired when I wrote that down. So I'm really excited to show you what I have brewing in my head. So I do think I'm going to take a short break. Um, 
in September. So I think I'm going to try to just take a month off, get the rebrand um, under control, set it all up, and then pop back off in October. Um, I love doing the podcast and I just feel like we have really good momentum going right now. I'm not even talking about listenership. I honestly like, would it be amazing if thousands of people listen to this? A million percent. But like, I care so much more about, okay, if there were five people listening to this, what are they getting out of it? Are they actually being impacted by these conversations? Who am I talking to? What voices am I lifting? And I've had really, really good conversations the last like month or so. Not that the ones before that weren't, but I just feel like I'm feeling this momentum in the direction of the podcast and it's really exciting. And so I don't want to take time off, but I know that in order to make it a little more seamless and for it to make sense, I got to take some time off and focus on what that's going to look like. So I'm excited to share that with you all. Um, I also highly recommend, um, and now like I can't even remember if I talked about this last week, but highly recommend the Victoria's Secret documentary on um, Hulu. If I didn't already recommend that last week, my brain hurts, doing my best. Um, And I just felt like it was so interesting. And like we all, none of this stuff except for like the Jeffrey Epstein stuff was like surprising to me. We know the brand. We know what it, what it is. I didn't know how open they were about how uninclusive they are. And now their inclusivity feels like too little, too fucking late even though some of those super toxic people aren't still at the top. Um, It's men leading women's companies, which is everything we do not need. Like men, you don't understand women. And it wasn't about women. It was about targeting their insecurities so they could become rich. They talk about how it's aspirational, but it's it's aspiring to something that doesn't exist so we never stop. Right. And it's just a really interesting. It's really interesting to think about that. And it really got me thinking about what I do, too, um, as well as a conversation that I had to be on someone else's podcast um, all about personal training. You know, we chastise and demand more of these large brands or else or at least we've started to. But you still see, I still see it all the time with influencers or content creators or whatever the fuck you want to call them, fitness influencers, um, of using the filters, of editing their photos, of making it a highlight reel when really they're broke trying to make their life look amazing or they're buying all the things that they're telling you to buy and then returning them all because they don't have the money to actually live that lifestyle. Um, They're getting plastic surgeries. So then they all look the same. Um, And it's the same thing. They create this aspirational life. So we're all subscribing to it and buying a million things. And I am a sucker for it. The amount of things. And like, I would say more so just like gadgets and shit on TikTok that I'm like, oh, my God, this is a genius idea. But you know what I'm talking about. The. And I'm I'm not saying 
that everyone is bad or all of that, but it's still so based around consumerism and capitalism and reaching this aspirational lifestyle, you know, with a perfectly aesthetic apartment and the really expensive beauty products and the skincare routine and um, the expensive workout classes. And then we feel like we have to spend, 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 do so much because we're comparing ourselves to their lives. And I also see it in terms of personal trainers too. And I've never really looked at it like this. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't really support the use of before and after pictures. Like, come on, is it 2014? Let's get a little more creative. Um, but so much of it is still grabbing onto that low hanging fruit, which is preying on people's insecurities to get them to spend money, to get them to work with you. Talking about the weight loss that they didn't know that they need to have, or they're probably very aware of it because people have probably been like hammering at home in terms of the media, people's comments, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's low-hanging fruit and it's lazy, but it's exactly what Victoria's Secret was doing. It's exactly the fucking same. I'm sorry. It is. Like if that's the kind of marketing that you feel like you have to use, you're a part of diet culture, babe. Like what if instead we talked about the other benefits of movement and didn't make it this exclusive club? And it's something that I have, I think, led to a lot of my comparison and my imposter syndrome and my anxiety in the time that I've gone on to do my own thing because doing anything like that has felt so unaligned. So I stopped doing it and business is slower, but the right people are starting to come. And I feel like I'm a little bit on the outside of the industry but that's okay because I don't want to be a part of that side of it. And I want to create a new side of it alongside of people that inspire me like Eliza Shirazi of Kick It by Eliza who's been on the podcast, Cara Duvall who's been on the podcast, and so many others that are helping people to transform on the inside through movement, not focus on – and the TV turned on professional over here, but not to focus on the external. I made this intro so much longer than I wanted to, um, but go watch that documentary. Let me know what you think about it. Reach out if you want to chat um, or join the Facebook group, um, which will also be undergoing the rebrand in September. But, um, you know, in those times where I'm feeling anxious and comparing, all it takes is a really good conversation with someone um, that connection to make it all just not feel as crazy and not feel as big. So if you're feeling like you need that, I'm here for you. Okay. Uh, enjoy this episode. It's such a great conversation. I think you'll love it. I am thrilled to bring today's guest back on the pod. She first came on the podcast over a year ago and the response is still overwhelmingly amazing. So 
she back. She is a former educator turned fitness educator and badass business builder, as well as professional hype woman. You might know her as the creator of Sweat Remix, which is a mindful fitness experience combining HIIT workouts with soul-feeding meditation. Since last coming on the podcast, she has also broken into life coaching, where she helps empathetic souls who feel stuck, burnt out, and frustrated gain confidence, clarity, and courage. We love an alliteration. Welcome back to the podcast, Angela Gentile. <laughs> Tell me you're an English teacher without telling <laughs> yes. me you're an English teacher. <laughs> Hi, I wasn't English major. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, Hi. We love alliteration. We love, yeah. The play on words. What's going on? Your face. Yeah, man. Things like, has it been a year? Like, I, what? I was too lazy to look at what the exact date was. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it feels, I mean, it could have been, been it was. like 10 years ago. I have literally no concept oh. of time anymore about anything. I'm like, is it, I wrote the date and I was like, 2022? 20, yeah 22 20, 21 24 what year is it like, like i have no idea no, no that's me always but so. i'm pretty sure it was like winter of 2021 because you Possibly. were on pretty early when i started the podcast and i started it that january all right yeah but we'll take it. no sense <laughs> of time like i feel like that's such a real thing after the mess that 2020 was that just kind of trickled into yeah. the rest of the years and now yeah. who am i where am right. i <laughs> that that those are the questions spiritually right physically emotionally what, what is, is happening? happening is this real like am i gonna wake <laughs> up from this soon i don't know i have no idea yeah i feel that i feel that for sure for yes. sure i was on... no, I'm happy to be here thank you for for having me and like just talking her shit. Oh, I can swear, yes. right? Yeah, a million percent. Oh, <laughs> Say you anything you want. Ask that no. before I, because you know. Well We're all grown F -bombs. here, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> Well-placed F-bombs are necessary sometimes for emphasis, for storytelling. A one million percent. <laughs> um, But since we last talked, you yeah. left Boston, which selfishly I'm sad about. However, yeah. for you, very happy for you um Thanks. so you are potentially moving to wow. atlanta you did a yeah. are you doing like a test run kind of just kind I of mean, like rolling with it a little bit yeah i think i've always like i've traveled around the world i've been to like china twice you know what i'm saying like i've yeah. literally been as far as you could be go from boston and i'm like yo i've never been to atlanta so why I'm not check it out so I yeah, I left things. Boston. Yeah, I left Boston like a year ago. Um, I just got, I was so tired of working, mm. <laughs> period, full stop. I was tired of working, put a period up. Big same. <laughs> yeah, but I was really tired of working just to pay rent. Yeah. I, I felt like I wasn't even enjoying my life because everything I was doing was dedicated to just making sure that I could do the bare minimum. Yep. And I was like, this isn't it. This isn't it. And where my heart is, is being more free and being more fluid and not stressing the fuck out. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I don't. So and just the environment is exactly. just like stressful in general. I've been feeling that yeah. lately of like, do I even really like, why am I hanging on to city life so hard? Like, is it actually what it's cracked up to be? I think that's an important question to ask because I think what drew me to Boston is that I was hungry. Yeah. I was hungry 
for the CV, for the resume builder, for the accolades. Like I wanted to check a box, Yeah, you know, and I've just outgrown that. I have nothing yeah. to prove to anybody. I don't care about the that. hustle. I don't care about like the high rise building. I don't, I don't care about yeah. any of that. Like, are you mm-hmm. a good person? Are you aligned? Do you feel good in your soul? Do your words and actions connect with who you're trying to be and who you say you are? Yeah. That trumps anything. So I think I was just done. Yeah. And to be honest, like I lived in Fenway my entire tenure in Boston. So about Shout 15 out. years. Yeah. I loved it. I felt like Carrie Bradshaw in my little apartment. Like I was like, you're gonna have to pull my cold dead body yeah. out of this place. And like but, such a fun little neighborhood, pretty close to Back right. Bay and everything. Good location. Loved it. I'm also 41. Okay. So at one point during the pandemic, I like was throwing up my window and I'm like yelling at the kids in the park across the street. I'm like, hey, tone it down. I'm watching my programs. And I'm like, oh my God, girl. My programs. <laughs> my programs. Like you're old enough to be their mom. Like it's time. And they're like, what's a program? You have cable? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I will go out there and they're like, fuck you, bitch. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I'm not even trying to get into it with a 19 year old right now. Like just do your thing. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. What matters to me is peace, is quiet. Like I don't need that, that hype energy all the time time. (laughs) I don't need it all the time especially Boston it's like people are fucking assholes like Tuesday two in the morning I don't know Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no I don't I don't need that anymore um I like to get up early and like have a coffee and be in bed by like 11 that's kind of if that (laughs) 11 feels like I know you crazy yeah but like Netflix till 11. Sounds yeah, great. I mean, I'm in bed, but I'm yeah. like resting, watching yeah. like Golden Girls. God, if yes. that says anything right there. No, that <laughs> sounds like the ideal <laughs> night. But I was literally just thinking this because I was just down the Cape at Mark's parents' cottage for the week. And every morning, go for my little walk, you know? And just like, I mean, I think it also has something to do with the fact that other people are on vacation. So they're also relaxed and not in this like, gotta go to this freaking meeting and like traffic and all that but in boston if you are just walking and you smile at someone or can you imagine walking down just like your neighborhood walking by someone and saying good morning people would be like what drugs are she on like they'd probably swear at you right and every single person morning how's it oh look the weather gonna be a great beach day like so nice and i was just like yeah how different (laughs) would life be if we Isn't all that, just like we're a little nicer i girl like this one I'm, i mean that should be like a commonplace not just normal out of the ordinary yeah and i i think that was part of it i was like i just i don't want to be so uptight and in this mm. hustle and like planning my day from 8 to 805 806 yes. to 809 you know what i'm saying it was just too much and hemorrhaging money paying this like exorbitant amount of yeah. rent for 700 square feet that I shared with another human being. And that's like falling apart. Like, yeah, like lead paint. Oh, for sure. Probably mold in the apartment, you know? So I was like, I'm just, I'm done. So at 40, I moved back home uh, with my family and I moved in with my 93 year old grandmother. Honestly, but those are probably some memories. 
that like when would you have ever been able to make those you know I just I just want to say this statement to anybody who is listening and maybe like in that struggle too or moving home let me just say this leaving the house at 18 doesn't make you an adult and moving home at 40 does not make you a child none of those things have anything to do with your worth your integrity nothing this is just I'm in a, and I'm in a limbo place and I'm very grateful as crazy as my fucking family is. I'm very grateful that I have a place to land, to be able to exhale. Cause I haven't stopped since I was 18. I've been working like three jobs at a time. I've been hustling and building and growing. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I just need a minute. Yeah. I just need need to to breathe. breathe. (laughs) I just need to breathe. So I've been at Graham's, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, A change. yeah change like I have so everything comes at a price right like obviously I didn't I'm not paying three thousand dollars a month in rent mm-hmm. um but what I am paying is like autonomy and independence <laughs> like yes. I don't really have a lot of freedom you know mm-hmm. um which is fine it's all temporary but it yeah. also gave me a little bit of financial backing to be able to get back on my feet pay off some debt and now I am just sort of traveling around, exploring. I'm in Atlanta Love for like that. another week or so. I've been here all of July. Um, Interesting in time Maryland. of year to choose Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Like the hottest time. Yeah. But it's it's fine. I don't yeah. mind the heat. I'm totally. not like, ah, God. Like it actually works better for my curly hair. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, but no, it's Atlanta's dope. I like it. And, and just being here, I'm like, I want to want to buy a house. I want to move down here. I could I totally that. see myself building a life and setting up here a lot on a longer term. That's so amazing. So, yeah. Change evolution, man. Always, yes. always got to keep moving. I'm like well, a shark. If I stop swimming, I die yes. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. A million percent. I mean, I think all of us, and yeah. I just feel like so many people are so afraid of what other people might think. If, you know, like, oh, is everyone to think that I'm a failure because I had to move in with my parents or what are they going to think if I decide that I don't want this like hustle anymore and I want to like just do my thing. And it's like it that doesn't matter. You're the one that's stuck with you every day. So as long as you're doing something that's aligned with you. Yeah. And I think exactly. That's what it is. It's about how you define success, right? Mm-hmm. By all by all intents and purposes, like my idea of success is not buying a house, getting married, having kids. Yeah. Absolutely not. I do not define success that way. If you do, no. that's amazing. That's amazing. But for me, what makes me successful is that I know myself. Yes. Is that I've built a relationship with myself that I am unfuckwithable. You know, that mm-hmm. is successful. So that doesn't mean, I mean, if yes. you're holding on to your success in terms of like what would, what you would lose in a fire, I would ask you and invite you to question that a little bit, yeah. because what is successful are like these intangibles that are with you no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my version of success, like I'm successful as hell. Yes. I don't have a lot of money for sure. I don't have property. I am not in any yeah I'm not in any significant relationship um but I love honor and respect myself I built a life that I don't want to run or escape from I have incredible people like ride or die friends who are my family 
Mm-hmm. I know what I want. I can say no. I can set boundaries. I welcome in. Yes, my heart is open. I'm successful as hell. I'm one million percent. Like, I feel like I know so many people that very much just kind of followed, which again, if it's for you, great, great. Live. That's the whole point, right? Live your truth. Like we all have choices here, but like people that I know that you can tell they kind of just followed the footsteps that they thought they were supposed to. And now they're very much in this box and there's nothing inspiring them forward or in their day to day. And it's just, also not the life I want to live, which is also, I feel like why we both relate on like trying to do their our own thing and connecting yeah. people and everything. But um, yeah. no, last week I posted an episode with this woman that I've just met on Instagram, which is cool. Um, love that. She's from we love Cal- Instagram friends. Shout right. out to Instagram friends who we've never met in person. Yes. I'm like <laughs> Instagram sucks on so many levels but like when you can find that good in it at least it's like um but we talked a lot about um kind of her transition out of the chaos she also is a fitness instructor she's a yoga instructor and she kind of was saying how like i felt this weird pressure that i had to wake up at 5 a.m every day and like use every single moment of the day because that's what like every white man entrepreneur book said to do. I was just going to say that. I was going to say that. And I posted a reel about it and this random person commented who I think also was a white man. Um, (laughs) Couldn't see because he didn't have a profile picture, which I think tells you everything you need to know. But said something like- you have an American flag in his profile? Yeah, legit. (laughs) No offense. No, I didn't even go to his profile, but he said something like, well, I would be interested to see um, like a- actual successful person's opinion or something like that. But I was like, I ended up replying and I was like, well, I just think it depends on what you define success you define as. Success. Absolutely. If you, yeah. I mean, I don't think that you still need to do those exact things if you want to become a millionaire or whatever. But like some people work better in the morning and some people can nope. grind it out like that. But I would imagine most people and like some people just fucking don't and that's okay. Yep. And that's fine. And that's fine. Like you will not catch me journaling at 5am. Do not speak to me. I don't schedule anything before 10am. I have to get up. I have to have my coffee, poop, walk the dog. And then I am ready to take on the day. Like don't, I'm not getting out when the, like hitting the alarm, panicking, Mm. getting dressed and rushing out the door before I even had a second. I just, I used to do that during my whole teaching career and I was miserable. It's really hard. And again, I think, (laughs) I think when you're looking and or listening to like the Tony Robbins and I'm not, that is undeniable financial success. I am, I'm not taking that away and it does work for him and his like litany of there very are other things you could say about him, but that's another point. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gary V, same thing. Like I personally don't resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Like I connect more to, and I, again, I think that mentality of like, get up, go crush it. Is this like patriarchal capitalistic shit that has mm. gotten us into this goddamn mess that we see in as a society place. in the yeah. world in the first place. Every, that is an imbalance of like masculine and feminine energy. That is a very warrior masculine thing to do. And I'm not talking about male or female. That's just yeah. like energy, that like doer energy. 
and everything crashes and burns if you go too hard in one direction. Yeah. There is a, an, a very significant imbalance between like that feminine, divine, softer energy. We all need a little bit of kindness. We all need a little bit of peace and pause and grace in our life. Everything yeah. is not go crush it, do more. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just step the hell back take a breath and like assess the situation of what's working, what's not working. How does this feel? What do I need? These are important questions to stay yes. in alignment. Otherwise you're just full speed ahead on a high speed train to a direction that you don't know, understand, or want to go to based off of someone else's expectations of what you should fall into. Yeah. That is, I just can't. That's to me, an unacceptable way to live life. And, and, and I, I am sad for the people who are, are strapped in, locked down, buckled up like a, like it's a, a what do you call it? Like the Superman ride yes. at Six Flags and they're like locked in and they're not getting out. It's like they're yes. yes, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I just, I can't. Well, I feel like it's <laughs> also, like it. yeah. Like it's also one of those things of like, okay, are you getting advice from someone that is in any way living your life like especially I mean for women also it's like should we even be following that kind of thing where it's like a man's cycle is 24 hours a woman's cycle is like 20 however many days like there are gonna be points of the month where like we are not crushing it go 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 you need like to be able to listen to your yeah. body and your energy and be like, you know what? This week is going to be a softer, slower week. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and like, obviously that doesn't work for everyone, especially if you're not entrepreneur or if you have a job or a financial situation that doesn't allow right. for that. But obviously right. that would be like ideal. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think we, we use the term balance a lot. Mm. like we think we have to like 50 50 we got to do this and like crush it here and then we rest and do this and I think yeah it's just tough. based off of what you said think of rather than like balance and harmony are not interchangeable I think harmony is being able to honor like what you're feeling and maybe instead of like days and minutes and hours it's weeks or seasons or sessions yeah, yeah. of like, what is your energy calling you to do? Like you can't plant till or till plant and harvest in the same fucking season. Right. Like living in harmony is like, what am I honoring right now mm -hmm. in this time in my life? What do I need? And maybe it is as quick as a day of rest and then a day of action, or maybe it's a season of just clarity. Like I'm going to take a break. That's why yeah. I'm in Atlanta. Cause I'm like, taking a break yeah spending the season not yeah <laughs> just not no 100 you know? yeah i was talking to someone also who was saying like that's how she kind of tries to run her business as much as she can um just like yeah some seasons are super creative and you are like having all these great ideas and it's flowing and you're creating and then um yeah. the next month or two it's like Ugh! I got nothing left in the tank. And that's where we get out of alignment. And that's yeah. where we start to make decisions from scarcity. We make decisions from fear. We're not honoring our divine harmonious instinct of what we need to do for ourselves. It's like, if I, if you're being called to rest, rest. Yeah. Just, 
just yeah. rest. Like don't like battling between that being like, but, 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 but the world says I should like that. Yeah. That's out of alignment. You know what I'm saying? And and 100%. then we start getting ourselves into situations, jobs, relationships, burning ourselves out because that's mm. not really where we need to be and how we need to be moving. Yes. You know, 1 million percent. And also we're just sitting here on a rock that's floating <laughs> in space that probably oh, is going to burn to death in a few years and like yeah. nothing Look, really matters. <laughs> totally. My whole saying, like if you, I've, I've, people have heard me say this, like nobody gets out of this alive. Yeah. Not one of us. So what are you doing? If, if you like I, everybody just, it's not morbid. It's the reality. You yeah. get one of these things. One. So how do you want your everyday to feel? Right. Like, I feel like right. you don't even You're... have to like look at it in such a big picture. It's like, what is your nope. ideal day nope. on like the day to day? What is that going to look like? What is that going to feel like for you? Yeah, absolutely. What do you want your life to be like? What do you feel like doing? What feels good for you now? And I think it's great to have goals and projections, but oh God, every sure. day is an intentional honoring and an intentional step towards that goal. And you're not going to get to the goals, honestly, and authentically, if you're not honoring what you need in the moment. Yeah. And I feel like so many people don't even ask those like basic questions because besides when we're 18 and everyone is fucking asking you what you want to do with your life for the rest of your life, what do you want to yeah. do for the next 40 plus years, which is ridiculous but even and even then when you <laughs> ask like if it's not the answer that makes the most sense to them you will get uh, like defecated on I remember being 18 and I was like top of my class like yeah. I had like I, I was super smart I could have gone anywhere you know and my family was like what are you gonna do where are you going to college I was like I just want to get like an RV and travel and it was blasphemy oh yeah blasphemy you know and like yeah hey guess what I'm doing now, motherfuckers? Like, right? Ah. Living my truth. <laughs> <laughs> in my Jeep with my dog. She's got a car yes. castle in the back. She's got a little hammock. Like, Can it's stop. fine. Yeah. So That's amazing. It, full circle. Full circle. Full circle. I know. You know? It's, that's, it's such a disservice to so many kids. And honestly, I think fucking criminal that people, mm. the kids that don't have money from their parents to pay from college are sitting down and signing their lives away for like a hundred thousand dollars to these corporations when they're children mm -hmm. children mm -hmm. yeah like yeah making so an entry-level salary that will not cover the high cost of rent and an eight hundred dollar a month loan payment and yeah. groceries and health insurance because your company doesn't have to give you health insurance until yeah. x amount of months anyway cool 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 right, right. what a trap what a trap. But it's, I mean, I feel like that is a whole other conversation. Oh, podcast. I don't know if I want to get yeah, that. No, no, no. We, we don't <laughs> need to dive into that. But it's like you're entering your adulthood, I guess, without yeah. any choices. Like, I mean, obviously, it's all because like our parents want us to succeed and they want us to have this. Right. version of success that they have been told is the right thing mm. to do because it was the same thing for me like it was not a choice yep. of if I was going to college or not I was going to college or I was getting the fuck out of my parents house and like that was all you know yeah. because like, that goes back to their idea of what success is in the first right. place you right. know not I don't think anyone ever sat down with me and said Angela what would make you feel most successful 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> what would make you feel the most alive? What do you think your purpose is on this earth? Like, girl, please. These are not questions I started asking myself until like three years ago. Yeah. You know, I'm totally. like, why am I miserable? Oh, because I don't have any answers to these questions. Yeah. Wait, okay. We should talk about that because I feel like we, I don't know, kind of skated around that. And we're saying yes. that like, just how over the last, I don't know, I guess year since we last talked, you feel like you've kind of like come into your own in a new way and feeling more confident and grounded who you are. Um, so I would love, and I'm sure everyone would love a little piece of that pie. Cause yeah. I feel like everyone's struggling Take with that notes. shit, you know, <laughs> get out your notes. pens and your papers. Down. She has um, all of your life's answers. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine. Right. That would be nice. <laughs> um, I wish, I, but honestly, I feel like I'm pretty close to my, like knowing this for myself. Yes. You know? Um, but yeah, I, I think when we went in pandemic, this was, the moment that like the door slam shut breaks went on and I just stopped. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't have to get up at five in the morning, girl. I was teaching like 20 classes a week Same. from Hyde park to Southie to back yes. Bay to West Roxbury. Are you serious? Like, yeah. I couldn't. Who was she? Who was she? I don't know. At 5 a.m. Like, I would get home at 9.30, throw some food in, shower, face plant, get up and do it all over again. What? So I'm so grateful for, like, someone. And this has happened twice in my life. Like, when the world kicked my ass to get me to listen. One was when my dad died mm -hmm. because that I came to a screeching halt and like hit the wall, exploded. Yeah, and was like, course. what am I doing now? And I, I got back on track in a different way. And I felt more aligned that way. And then the world was like, girl, how about now? Yeah, right? <laughs> We're going to challenge you now. You think you're comfortable? So, <laughs> young, this isn't right. Either. And I knew it. I yeah. knew that there were some things that just weren't right. You, you know, it. I, it wasn't, it wasn't particularly wrong, but it wasn't right either. And I think like, from the outside, fitting. you're like, yeah, I think the outside, you watch my Instagram, you watch my traffic jams, whatever, like, oh, Angela's awesome. She's living her best life. But I like, wasn't, mm, it was yeah. like an attempt or an interpretation of it. But mm. I myself was like on mute. Yeah. I was on mute because I didn't know. I didn't know. So in the quiet, in the pause, I just like dove in and I got off antidepressants and I went deep in therapy. Yeah. And I had a therapist and I had a coach and I was what like- What kind of coach? A life coach okay like like a soul sister like and and she's 10 years older than I am and I just connected with her because I could see myself in her I'm like what will my life look like when I'm 50 and can I connect yeah. with that and she's like a badass like speaker and coach and healer and she's single and she has no kids and I was like word yes you're like word. walk me and towards I, that yeah yeah and I I think there's something really magical about intergenerational friendships for sure yeah I have I friends who are in their 20s I mean my former students are in their 20s and like I have friends 
who are in their fifties and sixties. And it is like a mentorship. You have to see yourself and connect on, on levels beyond just your peers. It's really Mm -hmm. important to have that. So I just started asking better questions. If I wanted a better life, I started, I had to ask better questions, Mm -hmm. not like, what am I doing? What do I have to do? No, that wasn't it. Yeah. (laughs) It was more like, who do I want to be? How do I want to be her? What does that person embody? How do they Mm. act? What do they believe? What do they value? Who do they hang around? Where do they live? You know, like I just, I started asking those questions about the person that I felt called to evolve into. And I just made choices to show up as that person every day. So Mm -hmm. a lot of my old patterns of hustle, be silly, be ridiculous, I realized are still very much a part of me. Like I will still always be fanny pack wearing Angela throwing glitter around. And I've embraced like this depth that I've acquired in my life that you get to be both. I get to be silly and ridiculous and embracing like a softer side of myself that is calmer and grounded. Mm -hmm. So just being able to ask myself some questions about what's my purpose. Yeah. What am I, what am I on this earth to do? Yeah. And am I doing it? And I was on some level, but I know now like just being able to clearly define it. What do I value? Clearly defining that. Um, what are my non-negotiables? What do I not do? How do I show up and love, honor, and respect myself every single day? What actions do I need to take to make that a reality rather than just saying it? Yeah. So there's a more complete process of living and existing than just like waking up and winging it. Right. It's very intentional getting up. I love, honor, and respect myself. What do I need to do today to do that? Yeah. To show up as that person. How am I staying connected to my purpose today? I love that. Yeah. 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 Instead of just like, I mean, it's so freaking easy because that is how like our world is set up to just kind of like let life drag yeah. you around every day, yeah. see where it takes you. Um, yeah. But I've heard a little bit of that too from, um, I don't know, other conversations with coaches and stuff about in so many different things, like in, I did like one round of a body image coaching thing and we did an activity that was like, okay, imagine yourself as this more confident version of yourself and write down like the same kind of thing. What are her values, blah, blah, blah. And like now write down like your current ones, like how are they misaligned? Mm -hmm. And I feel like in, you know, the bigger picture, we can look at someone that we admire and just be like, oh my God, I want to be that. But like, Mm. I'm right here. What the hell? But like you can create the life you can. You absolutely that can. you want with those little tiny daily steps. Even Yeah. And even before that, it's getting it. I think it's like before you even start making steps, it's like getting in your car and you're like, yeah. I'm going to drive. Hold up. Do you know where the fuck you're going? Do you have any directions yet? <laughs> right. Like back right. up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's deciding where do you what, what do you want? Yeah. What, what do you need? Who like asking more important grounding questions for you to create the bigger vision. And then once you get that bigger vision it's about being able to take steps to get you there. 
intentionally, but you yeah. can't just like say, I'm going to go live out a purpose and hop in your car and just step on the gas. Like, right. Where are you going? Right. You, going? you got no directions. You're just going to drive you even have your driver's license. <laughs> right. Right. Who gave you those keys? Right. Um, <laughs> Where so, is your registration? I, I will say that this has been like a deep journey for about seven years. Like when I was 33, I was not having these conversations. I was feigning confidence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was pretending to be calm. I was, I was, it was like the Play-Doh shadows on the cave. Like I was interpreting a version of someone who I thought would be confident, but it really right, wasn't right. what I felt on the inside. Yeah. You know, like so trying to fake it till you make it, but like kind of, yeah. And, and this took seven years for me at four, I just turned 41 on Sunday. So two days, Happy birthday. like I'm hey, Leo season, you know, and Ooh. I, I, I think it's just, it's been a gradual process. This isn't something like I, I did a year of work and then was yeah. like, yo, I'm good. Each phase in my life has taken like time, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like pumped to see what, like what I co-create in this phase of my life. Cause yeah. it feels really, Ooh, I'm going to cry. No, like it just so feels great. really, yeah. it feels really honest and it feels really good. And it, it just feels real. Yeah, it really does. Like I'm, I don't know. I don't even know if I answered your original question. Kind of makes me honest. cry. <laughs> no, <laughs> reaching, I. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you keep going. I don't know. I'm just saying, like <laughs> reaching a point where you're so aware of what it feels like to be in your body, mm-hmm. to be in your skin, to be in your life, and to be able to look around and just be like, "Yo, this is my life." Yeah. Like, look what I did. Yeah. And yeah. and to truly enjoy it. And every day you get up to continue to nurture it. Yes. From a place of like real authentic vision. Yo, that's fucking wild to me. Yeah. It's wild. And and I wasn't like this two years ago. No. You know, and I had to go home. I kind of feel like I'm getting on a tangent right now. But no, no, no. that's all good stuff. Everything's done in stages and pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a stage in my life where, you know, when my dad died, it was more about like getting out of situations. Like I had to get out of that toxic job. I had to work on the immediate triggers, mm-hmm. the immediate things that were symptoms <clears throat> of a larger pro- problem. Like I was yeah. angry, reactive. Like I was almost fired so many times from teaching because right. I would like swear in the classroom. Like I was a fucking mess. I was a mess. So I had to deal with the immediacy of that. So there was a time in my life where I was focused on that. And then I started focusing on like being creative and cultivating the business and like yeah. living out this vision that I have. And everything was like I said, done in phases. And I had to go home, move in to the eye of my childhood trauma tornado yeah. to finally put to rest some shit yeah. at 40. Yeah. at 40. Like I finally like faced the the trauma of my family and seeing yeah. it firsthand. And sometimes it was like an out of body experience Yeah, of watching my mother and my grandmother. And I was like, Oh my God, that's me. I do that. Holy mm, shit. And like, how do you show it in a fucking mirror? <laughs> oh my God. Like not one, but two generations of trauma. Like what the fuck? And then me, just trying to show up differently and break yeah. that shit 
but you so can like you can oh thing. it's not pretty it's right. not pretty but people are pretty. afraid of that and i think mm -hmm. which naturally so we run away from discomfort because it doesn't feel good yeah it's human but nature it's, to take right. the path of least resistance for right. sure but it's such an important phase in all of it like i feel like sometimes the when you feel the most like resistance and you feel just like That's down and live. frustrated <laughs> but like you gotta, you gotta keep every day yeah. and then it just pushes you into that next bigger phase where now mm -hmm. like fast forward look where you are you know yeah yeah but yeah, it's thank you it's scary it's and it's not fun but shout no, out therapy shout out yeah, therapy shout out <laughs> and shout out to my amazing group of friends who would yeah. like hold space for me to be like crying like I hadn't like, cried yes. like, like I was 16 again yeah you know what I mean like like going through this and just rewiring myself and going back and talking to myself and loving myself from that place as this woman yeah going back and like doing some inner child work yeah this past year which is so um, powerful so powerful and it's ugly and it's madness and it's schizophrenic, but it's the only way out yeah. and into something else. And in this, and this is what I'm saying, like in this phase of my life, I feel like I've kind of like, I've, I've moved through that and I have such a great understanding and I'm unfazed by it. You yeah. know, I can be around my family in small doses, you know, yeah. because yeah. I choose <laughs> not to continue to engage in their toxic energy. Yeah. But and I can that's look at an it. okay boundary also totally to create totally but I can I can approach it with grace and empathy just being yeah. like man they're just all just doing the best they can yeah and I don't need them to do or be anything else other than they, than what they are because yeah. I'm good yeah. I'm good independent of their shit um and I think that's that huge, huge 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 you have to be like rooted and grounded in yourself so that no matter the chaos outside of you like you just sway and bend because if you do not have a handle on yourself and you not build roots in what you love, what you need, how you, how, how you support and nurture yourself. Like anytime the fucking wind blows, you're going to be uprooted and carried down yes. like for, you know what I'm saying? Like right. anytime something outside of yourself happens, you're fucked. Right. You know? So it's about taking the time to do that work. So that when, not if, when, when life is on her bullshit, you're going to be like, oh, As I'm good. She That's does. cool. As she yeah. does. And you can just sit back and be like, well, look at that. Right. Look Where that is this going to like bring me to next? Yeah. Or right. just, just like looking at it and just like, huh. Yeah. I'm not going to engage in that. I'm just going to. And you can sit there and not want to react mm -hmm. and not want to say anything. You're just like, man, look at that happen. And yeah. then you just go about your life. Like it's fine. Unfazed. Yes. Unfazed. It's so real. Yeah. Um, so at, at that point, like it, it's a great place to be and where I'm going now, I think is I'm really building something in alignment with that, in alignment yeah. with that. Like I'm more on like my own financial journey because I mm -hmm. couldn't do all of these things and be a millionaire at the same time. So now, <laughs> now we are on right. our way. <laughs> yeah. Coming yeah. Through. So now, now I have space in my life. Well, you're also getting out of New England, which is helpful yeah. with that. But yeah. I also think it's so true when, like, I just remember us having so many conversations about Sweat Remix and mm -hmm. you kind of being in just like the thick of like, shit, this stuff is so hard. I have no money. Like, 
no one talks about how fucking hard starting a business is, but I think also, and I have definitely felt this really hard in the last couple of years, kind of also trying to do my own thing. Um, like during COVID and now, I guess. Um, but when you're not in it, are we still in it? Right. I'm like, like I don't want to say a post pandemic world. Cause also now there's a monkey box maybe oh, God, thing happening. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm like that one person is going to reach out and be like, we are not in a post pandemic world. So whatever we are coexisting with COVID. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. like, I just feel like people can, humans feel energy. So if you're creating something that isn't 100% in alignment with who you are and where you're at, it naturally yep. just like, it's not going to be as successful or it's not going to, the success isn't going to feel what you thought it would feel like, or you're going to be attracting yep. clients that are as reactive or chaotic as you are, which 100%. like done 100%. that. And 100%. yeah, I have you felt like now, in this newer phase of life, things are not easier because nothing is ever super easy, <laughs> but like, does it feel different? Yeah, yeah. Because I think what was missing from my whole messaging around Sweat Remix was this fact that like, this is not a fitness class. I don't, I'm not a fitness instructor. I'm a fucking mm -hmm. healer. Yeah. And I'm on this earth to help you be a badass too. Mm -hmm. And I happen to do that with fitness yeah because fitness i think is a really good manifestation a physical manifestation of self-worth and taking care of your body and just um, moving your body is so healing for sure for sure so i think i got a little lost in that mm -hmm. that i was like this is fitness and then i would get pissed off where i'm like how come everybody just wants to do jumping jacks and leave early like i couldn't understand like why they didn't want to be part of like the whole like yeah. shed a tear in class god damn it like that's right. the whole point of it so I I think I misrepresented and misbranded that because it is it's not fitness it's movement and yeah. the direction I'm taking now is more about like holistic wellness because you can't live this transformative life without taking care of your body physically yes. You cannot live a transformative life if you do not take care of your body emotionally, if mm -hmm. you do not take care of your soul, if you are not aware of your diet. And I'm not talking about just food. I'm talking about what All you consume, yeah. the words, the music, the shows, the social media, like all of that stuff that you digest is part of your wellness. You yeah. know what I mean? And 100%. I don't want to just pigeon myself and like, you'll never see me go on my Instagram. I'm never posting pictures of like my booty and I'm never mm -hmm. doing like, you know, detox teas and shit. And <laughs> great. I think there's a time and a place for that for people. And I think fitness sometimes is an entry point. And if that's the entry point where you yeah. want to be is just doing like burpees and like cardio. Great. Mm -hmm. I'm not that I'm not yeah. that. And it feels really good to say like what sweat remix is is the entry point to transformation because it is a mind, body, soul connective experience using physical movement to help you tap in to some of that emotional shit. Because yeah. if you can start doing that with movement and building a better connection and body awareness of how things feel, then you can start doing that to combat your triggers. Then you can yes. start doing that to move through your trauma with a little bit more direction and confidence. So it starts, I think on that level. 
And then, I mean, it did for me that like all of this is sort of a, a representation of my, of my experience, yeah, you know, your own like, journey obviously too. I, totally like I have this, this entire fitness background. Um, my own journey through healing was always through movement, mm-hmm. but now that I've taken like a more elevated approach to my own healing and really did some deep shit, it's now the culmination of that in conjunction with my teaching background and the master's degrees that I have in educational Mm -hmm. planning and like curriculum design, my trauma informed healing, like together, all of it, all (laughs) of it. So like everything that I'm doing right now is just like an amalgamation of all of my life. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Which is wild. But (laughs) love to see that. So So aligned. I I feel like I'm not even answering your question. You are a hundred percent. In alignment, yes. Different, yes. Better, yes, because it's more aligned. You know what I'm saying? Like I get some people left. Some people don't rock with me anymore. And I've gotten new people who are like, yo, girl, you know, who just like That probably feels better too because it's like. You just, as you evolve and you speak the truth, the people who are on your vibe are just going to stick around. And, And when it's your time to leave, like my heart, I love you. And thank you. Hope you took something great. Great. And if our paths cross again, I will be very honored and grateful for that. And if not, like, I wish you nothing but the best. Like I'm mad about it. No, it's it's not a personal thing either. And especially in this whole realm industry, anything, honestly, like service related one-on-one, any of that, it's really hard to not get caught up in the numbers and to not be like, wait, no, but that's like a a monthly like amount of money that I'm getting like, no, come back. But it's like, she will go. And then someone that fits a little bit better will come your way. So sometimes you gotta gotta let them go a little bit. Yeah, really, you have to. And the right, like, cause that's just blocking space and energy for the right people to join you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I truly believe in like, like I'm going to talk to the millennials right now, the field yeah. of dreams. Yes. Like if you build it, they will come. Like yes. if you just speak honestly and yes. do what you are called to do in an honest way, the right people will join you on your, yeah. on your journey and they will vibe with you and they will support you and they will be your biggest fans. Yeah. I totally so agree. Build it and they will come. Yeah. You just kind of have to like ride the wave a little bit and like let it Everything happen. Everything takes time. Yeah. Yes. It takes time and it takes consistency. And I think, you know, am I making the money that I would love right now? I mean, if we're talking about that, absolutely not. Should I be making millions of dollars? Fuck yeah, I should, yeah. but I'm not right now, but it just takes time and consistency. And the more yes. I, I am in a place right now where I am confident enough to say that I am worth that. Yeah. That this is what I do. Like this is, this is what I'm about. I'm just in such a better place to say that. And the more consistently I say it over and over and over again for a longer duration of time, not just a month and say, well, I don't know why anybody didn't come. Yes. Like yes. <laughs> this will probably take another year for me to get to where I want to go. And that's cool because yeah. I feel connected to the process of it. Yeah. You just have to let that journey unfold. But the consistency yeah. is hard because it's like, obviously, especially <laughs> the way that our brains have been trained now yeah. with everything. It's like, I was consistent for two days. <laughs> yeah. Where I is my instant gratification? <laughs> right. Two yeah. reels. How come they're not viral? Right. Two reels. This is you bullshit. 
Yeah. I used yes. trending audio. I did the whole thing. What the fuck? Yes. Yeah. I did yeah. the stupid it's... circus show that is Instagram Reels. Yeah. Yeah. Straight Isn't up. That funny? No. Like, I learned Straight how to up. lip read and I did the entire monologue from Macbeth. What the fuck? Yeah. Right. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Literally. <laughs> You know, and it's so easy to get caught up in that shit too of oh, like for sure. how many for Instagram sure. followers do I have? But like that that does not a good business make. Does that no. make sense? Yes, it does. You know? I heard you. I, I heard was you, like, girl. did I the it. words string together? It's the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't. I think because there are different phases. There are a lot of like peripheral people on Instagram because a lot of this is just like mindless clickbait. Mm. Yeah, you know, so you, you got to just take that for what it's worth. I have almost 10,000 followers. And like, yeah. I, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Are they coming to class? No, they are not. No, so they're, like, not. they're not. So but that's also refreshing to hear because I think a lot of people think and it's so easy to get caught up in being tied to that number of like, why did I lose followers? Yeah, if right. I had 10,000 followers, I would have no problems in the world. It's like, no, you no bitch, that's not true. Mm-mm. No, no. And then I get new people and people fall off and like I've connected people I've never met who are like, I just started following you and I think you're great. Cool. Uh, again. And I yeah. think my Instagram has changed and morphed this like amoebic flow for the past. God, I had, I had, I think 2013. So almost 10 years I've had Instagram. Yeah. So like what it started off as was like plates of my sweet potato and chicken. You With know? the craziest filters that were like in the app just like the grainiest shit yes yes with a border yeah (laughs) for sure for sure it is wildly entertaining to go back though and look it is very entertaining (laughs) and then there's like you know a whole collage of like a tiny ass little picture and like two more tinier pictures ridiculous so things are weird you know over over time and in seven years like god i don't even know who I was following seven years ago. Yes, I probably should do. Maybe totally. that should be everybody's homework right now is to go through and clean out your your Instagram. I mean, everyone could benefit from that. Unfollow yeah, people that like, make you feel like shit. Yep, mute facts. if you're afraid to hurt anyone's feelings. Just put them on mute, no, but that. also just hurt their people feelings. Have, I've like unfollowed yeah. people and they've been like, Angela, you've unfollowed me. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, you're like, I, oh. Listen, mm. let's be real here. Have you asked me how I am in the past six That's months? That's the thing. Who? Bye. Right. I don't really even like, want to know. Like, I'm good. Yeah. If I'm unfollowing you, it's definitely for a good reason. So, like, mm-hmm. I can stand bus- behind that. Take care. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, if you're opening the app and it makes you feel like shit, like, you can change that also. Yeah. Just, um, yeah, for sure. One, we made it 57 minutes without a dog barking. Oh, my God. Now, here Amazing. we are. Amazing. Um, Amazing. But three minutes left. Let's do quick Shit. rapid fire round. Can I can I talk about how people can work with me too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that at the end. Don't worry. Okay, perfect. And like rapid fire. Uh-oh. Not a hard three minutes. We're okay. good. Except okay. now okay. we have zoomies happening around me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Noel Noel has woken up for her afternoon yes. siesta. Oh, so yes. <laughs> the dogs, okay. the beasts have awoken. You can see the tail going crazy behind me. Um, okay. It's going to be, I think, a little bit hard to wrap it up in a rapid, but we're going to try. Biggest okay. lesson in your 30s. Oh, my God. Um, you're always in control. Mm, yes. 
you're always in control. Don't sleep with them if you don't want to. Don't yes. go there if you don't want to. If they say don't no. make you happy, don't do say no. Yeah, all that. Like you're in control. Yeah, a hundred percent. You don't know it. Yep. You don't owe anyone. Owe shit. anybody. You anything. owe yourself yeah. everything. Uh, yes. Um, yes. biggest either like, I guess mistake in your thirties. I don't. I don't like want to. That feels like the wrong word. But do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, not like a regret, yeah, I th- but I think it's it's not listening to myself. Mm, yeah. Not not honoring like that gut instinct, and yeah. I was like, I don't like these people, but I'm gonna go out with them. I don't really like this guy, but I'm definitely gonna try and make him my boyfriend. Like, yes. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Been you know? there. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do we do? Yeah. So just a lot of that. A lot of of doing things that didn't feel right that I yeah. did anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I was once... part that's part three. Angela's yeah. fucking like relationship. Oh my that's god. We actually <laughs> should schedule that because I feel like we could have some very hilarious conversations. Uh, about yeah, that. About about the time that I would just be kicked out of the house every weekend and then walk down three flights of stairs with my shit in trash bags, keeping them in my car because on Monday I knew he would call me again. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. <laughs> you know what? We have more self-esteem now. I oh once my God. It's got, funny I mean, thank now, God but... because Poe is an angel among us. I got a dog and moved in with someone that I knew that I despised just yep. because everyone around me was telling me to break up with him. And I was like, I'm going to prove them all wrong. Two months mm-hmm. in, I was like, oh, wait, no, I hate your guts. You are the worst. Yeah. Yep. Really screwed yeah, myself on fun. that one. But Poe's the best, fun. so that's good. We love Poe. We love Poe. Mm. Everything <laughs> happens for a reason. Um, We talked a little bit about non-negotiables. What's one non-negotiable in your day? Snuggling Noelle. I have, <laughs> I have, well, yeah, that's a given. Um, that's a given. No, starting starting my day with peace and quiet. Mm. Like I need to, don't talk to me. I need quiet. I don't listen to music. I don't do anything. I just I start the day and I, I enjoy sitting outside. Even if it's cold, I enjoy just like being in the sun Yeah, to start it's my day. It's supposed to be really good for you. What yeah, they say. Good vitamin D, good peace. Yeah. And then other non-negotiable, um, walking the dog. Mm-hmm. Like that is my For both of your out. sanity. Yeah. 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 It's good time Same. with her and it keeps you present. And it's mm-hmm. like how I sort of acclimate to the day. Mm-hmm. So those are the two two non-negotiables. And there's a whole there's a bunch of Well, them. I mean, yeah. We got <laughs> we got a bunch. I got a bunch. Um one thing that always lifts your mood, like if you know you need to shake it up a little bit shake it out i have a playlist mm, we love that <laughs> we love a playlist um yeah playlist. i think i Traffic think finding, <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um i haven't done them in atlanta by the way because like people drive like i thought boston was enough no these motherfuckers are crazy like yeah. i am in the right lane 10 and 2 <laughs> yeah yeah no distractions like, so which even, is good yeah i'm not even trying so, um, yeah, I, ha- I like to dance. I like to move. I like to sometimes Movement. just putting on a song because if I'm missing my dad, I'll play something. Yeah. If I'm like, you know, feeling hyped up, if I'm feeling like emotional and grateful, I got to play, you know? So I think yes. that's, that's something that I do for myself. I love that so much. Yeah. For so many different 
situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something you wish that you could tell your younger self, which I think we kind of just did, but yeah. Um, girl, please. <laughs> yeah. Like you're in control of your life. Like yeah. you are not a victim. So mm -hmm. instead of complaining about what everybody is doing to you, yeah. get into the front seat, buckle up and take control of your life. Yeah, totally. You get to decide where you're going, who you're going with, if you're going with anyone at all, what you want. Like you get to decide all of that. Yeah. Uh, you're in control. Mm. <laughs> okay we have to end it there um oh, perfect so good so tell everyone where they can find you how they can work with you i'll link to everything in the show yeah. notes but great um all right so there are two very distinct ways like i was talking about earlier sweat remix is sort of the physical entry point to taking care of yourself and building your self-worth so i have um you can join me for 90 days you're committing to me for 90 days because i've got you we're going to really make some change to move your body and we incorporate movement and mindfulness practices for you to really tap into some of those blocks emotionally mm -hmm. um so that's sweat remix um and then you can also join me for life remix which is the coaching okay. part of of what I'm doing and it is 90 days and I wrote a book I'm gonna show is this gonna be on like YouTube too uh potentially I'm working on that okay part. cool just give a, them a little show this is a little book this is a little book and it's oh like God. an entire workbook for it's three months so 90 days of inner compass like so listening much. to your own inner knowing um and we work one-on-one -on -one to really like dive in, like, we're going to cry. You might not like me for the first three sessions. Yes. And then we're going to get like really clear and make a plan so that you close this book feeling like a fucking badass. And you're like, yo, I got this. And what I was talking about being in control of your life, this is, this is my thirties. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, yes. you know, so um, there's that. And I also offer like in that spectrum is a breakthrough session. So if you're like, I got to meet her, I just need, I want to get to know her, or maybe you're just looking for a little bit of clarity right now. Mm -hmm. It's 15 minutes to get that clarity, unpack kind of like what that block is, like what the pattern right. is that we need to discuss and then a effective plan to move forward immediately. And then I also oh. offer badass banter, which is happening every Tuesday. And it's just a conscious group like an elevated conscious group of humans, men and women who yeah. share and talk about what they're experiencing. Like today we had badass banter and it was all about setting boundaries and just people connecting of like, well, I've experienced this in my life. How do I stay strong in here? My family does this. So it was just a, like a support group in a way, but it's Love really that. honest and really cool, super casual and it's free. And it's every Tuesday, what um, time 12, on 30 Tuesdays? PM, 12 30 PM God. Eastern time. So all that's happening. Join yeah, one of these. Through. Please. Yeah. So if, if you're feeling that. like there's something that you're stuck in right now and you're like, I don't know how to do this. This is really rubbing me the wrong way. This yeah. is what's showing up. Just come through and speak on it. And there's a whole cool community that can offer an opinion. And I'm there to, to offer my two cents too. I love that. Like some unbiased conversation. Because sometimes it's hard to like, I don't know. Yeah. Even reach Sometimes out to like just... your mom or a friend or something. Because like... she might be part of the problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Truly. So just, it's just a way to speak your truth and have it live outside of yourself for a second. 
you know, yeah. what is like just to say it? Cause once you say yeah, it, then totally. we're starting to move. We're starting to move. We're starting to shake. We're starting to rumbling. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Love it. <laughs> um, well, I love you dearly. And this was amazing. I, I like wish that we could do like a three hour interview and like maybe next time we Part should three. just schedule that and okay. we'll break it up into like, Perfect. I'm Perfect. having a seven episode series with Angela. <laughs> What season is this? Three for you? Two. But I haven't really – I need to figure out how long the seasons are. (laughs) Me and my bullshit. That's that's season three. Yes, yes. Angela carrying trash bags down three flights of stairs (laughs) for the time. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's fine. I'm happy to also talk about that too because that was a huge – a big revelation. It's like this stuff is really funny – now because we're oh, so in the far moment. out of it Please, but you look girl. back and you're just like i'm just sad for that version of myself don't like i just want to give her a hug her. I just and just her. be like you're you're better than this and why can't you see that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we just this you know she was doing for another she could yes she was doing the best she could and that's what my you all, that's all what my therapist doing. always says <laughs> And, and look, I'll leave on that. You know, right now you have done the best that you could with what you had up until this point. And now that yeah. you've acquired new skills, you will continue to always do the best that you can with what you have. But keep seeking, keep getting curious, mm. keep evolving, keep connecting and asking for help and 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 being aware that there is more than what you may be feeling right now. Yeah. You know, mm. and reach out. Let's mm. connect. Call her. We all need to talk to Angela. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Build with Brabeck podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brabeck and our website, www.buildwithbrabeck.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.